And away we go, midweek Wednesday. What a great day for talk radio. Notwithstanding the heat, of course, we were told early in the week it was going to be a heat wave and uh, it would continue on into the midweek. Here we are. So they're good at their word. But it is a great day for talk radio and otherwise. You know who's having a good day? Doug Ford. I think Doug Ford's having, notwithstanding the fact that uh, this buck of beer thing may be fizzling on him. Did you hear about this? Because uh, apparently now <laughs> only... Three people are carrying the buck of beer, and uh, one of whom, come Labor Day, is going to discontinue, and that's uh, President's Choice. President's Choice exits the game one week in after entering it in the first place. But hey, it was the President's Choice, right? President basically said, no, uh, we're not going to do this anymore. There you go, living up to the name, President's Choice. And so, <laughs> down to two. But you know, uh, that's neither here nor there, really. At the end of the day, you want a dollar a beer. Which, you know, creates a lot of, lots of natural gas. And Doug's doing something about that, too. So there you go. Doug Ford's all over that file. Did you hear this? He's uh, actually going to reduce the cost of natural gas. Because he's taken off the carbon tax component come October 1. He's actually instructed his energy minister, Greg Rickford, to get out uh, the word to the Ontario Energy Board. And then they talk to the utilities. Like, the deadline's tomorrow. And, uh, you know, make it clear that the next bill is going to see, or by October 1, a reduction in your natural gas bill, which he says is going to save, I guess, uh, not an insignificant amount of money. Ford's announcement this morning uh, has actually got some people saying, well, it's not a good idea to do this. It's actually going to cost Ontarians more. But here's what Doug Ford, the premier, had to say on that matter. We're going to lower the cost of natural gas for all Ontario families and businesses. Starting on October the 1st, consumers will save about $80 a year on natural gas. That's money that will stay in your pocket. Consumers will pay less because we are removing the cost of the carbon tax from the natural gas rates. This move will save Ontario small businesses, like Troy's Diner, around $285 a year. All right, I got to get out to Troy's Diner. That's in Milton, I believe, is where he was making the announcement. But uh, putting the plug in for Troy's Diner, did he pay for that meal? We should look into that. That could be a scandal brewing right there off the hop. However, as I say, there have been some critics, including the NDP's, I don't know if he's the energy critic, I think that's still our buddy Tabbins, but uh, Ian Arthur said Ford's uh, announcement for the cancellation of cap and trade is going to end up costing Ontarians. He says, quote, it means families and businesses will lose out on energy or on green energy retrofits that would have brought real relief to monthly bills and put actual dollars in their pockets. And canceling cap and trade and ripping up hundreds of contracts means taxpayers could be on the hook for billions of dollars in penalties. In short, Ford's action moves Ontario backwards do detrimental damages to our lakes and rivers and the air our children breathe. I breathe that same air, don't I? I mean, I don't know. Do they have a special dispensation? The children have a different component that they, I don't know, that our children breathe. And he's forcing us all to pay extra for it. But look, I got to say, honestly, and I had to think about this because, I mean, the rebate program that he's canceled, which, by the way, yesterday we talked about this. Tesla uh, went to court because this was one of those things where rebates were given for these uh, electric vehicles. Tesla qualifies, and uh, they were canceled just outright, as was, I guess, the prerogative of the uh, new government. But they said that they didn't give them advance notice or enough notice. 
for the dealerships because they'd already had purchase orders and they had to fulfill them. People having, uh, of course, assumed that they were getting the break, the rebate, and that's why they bought. And Tesla had about 175 cancellations for their vehicles. So they said, wait a minute, this is wrong. We should be treated the same as other EV dealerships, even though you're buying factory direct. So they did actually have a judge rule in this province that they do qualify as effectively a dealership and therefore should have been given the period of grace or notification. And so they won that case. My understanding now is that the government's planning to uh, look into it and possibly appeal that ruling. But I've digressed on this matter of the energy. The reason I was looking at it hard is because, well, I'm ready to flip my furnace. It's about 20 years old, and, uh, you know, the heat exchange is gone on it, and I don't need carbon monoxide floating through the house. So, uh, and this was a techie who told me this on the weekend, who brought in the new water heater. I upped it from the 40 to a 60 gallon. And get this, here's another quick aside, tell you how they work. So the guy installs it on Friday. Uh, Hot water for a day. And then, presto, something happened. Sunday, no hot water. You go in the shower, it's a cold shower. And no. I may need one on a, on occasion, but yes. So I couldn't figure it out. The pilot light was off. I kind of jimmied around with it. And it's, you know, natural gas that's heating the thing. And uh, so anyway, you call back the folks at Intercare. Yeah. Say, what did you do? I mean, it's less than 48 hours later. I got a cold shower. So he comes over, and the two guys, no less, two guys come over and... Uh, they just jiggle around with the plug, apparently because of the vibration, you know, the hot water heater, at, you know, just micro vibrations, I guess it dislodged the plug into uh, the exhaust part of the thing. And so kind of shut it down. And he said, oh, no, you, we just got to put some twist ties around it to make sure it's like lodged the in there tight. Zip it in there. Yeah, the zip ties did the trick. Fine. Thanks. Take care. <laughs> Next thing you know. $99 service charge. For a zip tie or two. Well, no, for coming back and doing something right that they didn't get right the first time. they would know it's going to jiggle. Well, whatever it is, I mean, there's a certain period of, I would think, grace before they actually uh, make a service call to remediate something that they were responsible for initially. Crazy. Well, it's more than crazy. I mean, we're challenging that. Good. Good. I'll let you know what the outcome yeah, is. Yeah, okay. Hold yeah. my breath. Well, we'll see. Uh, you know, it doesn't reflect well on the Intercare folk that suddenly $99 service charge for something that you got wrong to begin with. If you had installed it properly, I wouldn't have had to call you monkeys back. The zip tie call. <laughs> well, yeah, even the guys were kind of relieved. They, they were bewildered. I said, yeah, it was installed on Friday. What? And so uh, the two of them kind of checked it out. And, uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Just a simple plug which I, I might have been able to figure out myself if I wanted to jimmy around enough with a plug, you know, plugs and wires and things like that, and you know, the natural gas pipe, hold a torch up to it so I can see. No, I'm not going to do any of that stupid stuff. So anyway, that was another side. So see, what I'm saying is, effectively, I would be in the old uh, way of doing things in the wind regime. I might have gotten a rebate on this new furnace I'm planning to buy, you know, to drop down, I don't know how many grand on this thing, but now I won't. But still, I'm willing to say I... I I'd rather have the cut on the natural gas component of things. And if Doug Ford's saying it's going to save me 80 bucks, I know you're thinking that's a stupid trade-off. Uh, you'd actually make out like a bandit with a subsidy. I never really bought into that. I mean, the quality or the number of windows you'd have to buy to actually make some economic sense. And I think we talked a little bit about that, too, with an expert saying that's a specific kind of window. It's a very uh, specialized kind of an installation that was even eligible. Right. 
Well, there you go. I mean, I'm not looking at new windows. It was just, again, in this case, the furnace. So when it comes to the cap-and-trade component being taken off your uh, your gas bills, your natural gas bills, and I don't know about you, I use a, a lot of natural gas. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, look. Uh, are I we mean, still talking about bug of beer? You are. Back to bug of beer. Anyway, uh, you know, I've, I've got the barbecue flared up almost every night and other such. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, it's uh, not an insignificant saving. I might even eclipse the $80 a year average that they're talking about. And I get, I, I'm guessing I will. Uh, I'd have to do some figuring, some math, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I I did go through the public system in Ontario, so uh, don't hold my math skills up as any barometer of being able to tell you what this figure would be. Did you see the latest EQAO mm-hmm. results? They came out. We're going to speak to that a little later on in the hour uh, because <laughs> this is deadly. Uh, the province is really not doing that well. For the last five years, this is Lisa Thompson, the education minister, saying we've seen an overall decline in EQAO math scores. Half of Ontario's grade six students have failed to meet the provincial standard for math. And you kids know that half is around 60%, right? So, uh, and by the time students get to grade nine, more than half of them taking the applied math courses are failing to make the grade. We will discuss whether or not going back to the old methodology is an improvement. This is what the government, that's why I was saying at the outset, good day for Doug Ford. I think he's pursuing certain things, despite what the critics may say, or, you know, in condemnation of them. Uh, they've got the right approach on this math thing. I think on the carbon tax removal uh, from the gas bills as well, the buck of beer, I never really cared about, you know, one way or the other didn't matter to me, may have to you. I see, I see where some folks like, uh, what is this, Blog Toronto, they're weighing in on this. What was their take? Uh, oh, as for the roughly 300 other brewers across Ontario, you'll have to pay full price as usual so that they can continue to pay employees a living wage and maintain the quality of their product. So it's not celebrating a cheaper product for consumers. It's basically breweries or employment centers to guarantee a living wage. I, You know, the buck of beer thing, it was just lowering the floor on a price from a buck and a quarter to a buck. If anybody wanted to follow up on that, that was their prerogative. There were certain incentives built into it, placement in the liquor store, so on and so forth. Uh, but if you didn't want to go that route, it didn't make economic sense or it wasn't a good business model, cool. All right, you're safe, and uh, you continue to flog whatever it is, your product, whatever price point. If you can sell it and uh, do well business-wise, more power to you. That doesn't bug me at all. The gas thing and the cap and trade thinking that, you know, here we were subsidizing all these initiatives where bureaucrats were going to determine how our money was spent. Bollocks to that, I say. Keep the green in my jeans. And so I'm good on that with Doug Ford's initiative today, announcing October 1, they are going to remove. uh, And this is about 3.3 cents per cubic meter on the price of natural gas. So it does mean something. However, on the other side, uh, Represented again by the NDP who have weighed in saying that this is actually going to cost more because it stops green retrofits and all these other subsidies. How about you? Do you think the trade-off is worth it? Would you rather take the the lower price on your natural gas bill? Or do you think that the retrofits were there and uh, that was a wonderful thing that you could exploit for your own economic advantage? Let me open the lines and find out how the folks feel about that. First order of business here on the midweek edition of the Oakley Show and a great day for talk radio. It's uh, about the price of natural gas coming down versus what you would have gotten in terms of subsidies and retrofits, so on and so forth, green energy stuff. 
What do you make of this latest initiative from the Ford government? 870-6400. We'll take some calls. 870-6400. Star 640 on cell.